0: Chapter 34 Reunion Coward! Nix shouted after the janitor. For crap's sake, he was a grown man. A familiar vibration passed through Nix, and she paused to concentrate. Jordan was calling her from somewhere below. In the time it took her to wish it, she was next to him. Jordan looked toward the ceiling as if hoping to catch a glimpse of Nix's ghost. Could use some direction here. What's the point of roof? Jordan froze. The roof? Yes, he was getting better at this. Roof! Jordan ran to the elevators and pushed the button. Stairs! Jordan spotted the door to the stairs and ran all the way to the top. Flip. There was no access to the roof from that stairwell. Roof! Nix repeated. Jordan would be smart enough to look for another stairwell, but until he found a way up, Nix had to try something else. First, a quick look to see how Sarah was faring. Supposed to say to him, Sarah asked. Say nothing about me or your location, Pillowhead said. Ask your father about the stone. You think I'm crazy. If you truly know nothing of the stone, he will. It rests in your home. Nix was growing impatient with her ethereal form, even despite it being all thin and hot-looking. Fully clothed in flesh, Nix could have tackled the man's legs and kept him busy long enough for Sarah to escape. But Nix's avatar was 200 yards away, in the back seat of a car. Where was Jordan? Nix scanned various stairwells for him. It wasn't until she got to the lobby that she spotted him waiting outside with Tiago. No, he'd been caught. Two wide men in snot-green uniforms guarded the entrance. At the moment, Jordan was arguing with one of them. A tangle of helplessness grew inside Nick's. She was on her own. The staff wasn't buying any of the boys' wild stories about rooftops and missing blondes. The chime sounded and one of the elevator doors opened. A guy with sandy brown hair and a purple bruised eye stepped out into the lobby. Nick's instantly recognized him as the cute nurse that had gotten Ms. Winkle's bandage. Where had he gotten the black eye? I did my part, he said into a cell phone. You said you'd Nix glanced at his ID tag. Brian! That seemed to get his attention. For a moment, he stopped speaking. Roof! Brian glanced over his shoulder, as if he might have forgotten something, but then set off toward the exit. How is that my fault? He said into the phone. Sorry, yes, I just- wait, I have to go. Brian was staring right at Jordan, who seemed to have spotted Brian as well and was desperately waving his arms on the other side of the glass. Brian closed the phone and went out the front entrance where a good-sized group of nurses and security guards had gathered. Jordan pushed past one of the guards. Brian, did you see a blonde girl in there? Nix could have kissed Jordan for remembering the guy's name. Now Jordan looked a lot less like a raving lunatic. He might even get some help. Do you know these boys? The spiky-haired nurse asked Brian. They claim to be looking for their friend. They're lucky we haven't called the police. I wish you would. Jordan said. In fact, that's what I'm going to do right now. One of the security guards rolled his eyes. I came to visit a patient a few days ago, Brian said, but I haven't seen any blondes tonight. Would you tell them to let us look? Tiago asked. Brian smiled and headed toward his car. Sorry, buddy. I guess rules are rules. If your friend's in there, she'll be out soon. Roof! Nix rumbled at Brian, but now he seemed intent on ignoring her another coward. Nick scanned the parking lot, still no police, and with no one manning the west exit, the janitor could walk right out with Sarah over his shoulder, or push her to an early death. Where was Leo? Maybe she could persuade him to save Sarah. No. Nix was sick of trying to invade people's thoughts. For the most part, it didn't work. She needed her physical voice, so people had to listen. She never thought she'd say this, but she needed the fat girl in the car, She wouldn't be able to move quickly, but she could probably yell loud enough to wake Chuck. She was sure she'd left one of the back windows of Leo's car open. Nyx moved instantaneously into her body. Presumably because she hadn't stayed out long, her heart started right up, locking her soul back into the muscle and tissue. Even the third time, the pain surprised her. There was no preparing for that kind of agony. At least it was short. Less than a second later, the exquisite fire was gone, and Nix felt cold and achy again. There was something she was supposed to be doing right now. She'd been in a rush. To do what? The open window caught her eye, and she remembered, Chuck! Nix had meant to scream, but it came out as a furtive croak. Her lungs burned from inactivity. She took another painful breath and called out again, Wake up, Chuck! I need your help! Only slightly louder. That wasn't going to rouse anybody. A face appeared at the open back window. Are you okay? It took Nix a second to focus on him. His black eye swam into view. Brian, listen carefully. This is going to sound crazy, but I need you to trust me. Okay, Brian said with a cautiously amused expression. Does this have anything to do with your friends trying to sneak into the hospital? They were looking for Sarah Hainsworth. She's in Sarah Hainsworth, the rich girl. Please just listen, Brian. She's on the roof near the west stairwell. Send security up there right now. A man is attacking her. Although the attack was still largely theoretical, Nix didn't think having a menacing conversation would inspire the same urgency. Attacking her? How do you know? Nix hesitated. I was talking to her on the phone when the guy jumped her. Please, there's no time. You need to save her. Brian grimaced like he wanted to help but also didn't want to make a fool of himself. You sure about this? Which stairwell was it? The closest one to the back entrance. Run! The nurse disappeared from the window, and for the fourth time in her life, at least consciously, Nix stopped her heart. As the world wrapped itself around her again, Nix spotted Brian briskly walking toward the main entrance. Nix came up behind him. I said run! Do you want to find her dead? Without thinking, Nix tried to give Brian a little shove toward the door. But instead of passing through him, her hands and the rest of her rebounded as if Brian had just exploded. The force of the recoil sent Nix flying into a street lamp, which popped, sending a stream of sparks to the pavement. Brian broke into a jog. Nix took stock of herself. What had just happened? Brian had somehow repelled her, and she'd broken a light bulb? No part of her hurt, but Nix wasn't anxious to try that trick again. She would keep her hands to herself from now on. The other officers and nurses shifted their focus from the streetlight fireworks display to regard Brian as he approached. Probably shot out the light, a guard was saying. You forget something, dear, the spiky-haired receptionist. Clarissa? asked. I'm going to run back up and see if I can't find their friend. Brian slipped past the guards and disappeared inside. Clarissa lit a cigarette. Nice guy. Wonder if he'd go out with me. One of the nurses chuckled. Who'd have thought he'd actually be cuter with a black eye? Their laughter was drowned out by a staticky crackle. Officer 31, come in. Go for 31, the guard replied into his radio. We've got the 911 dispatcher on the line, came the crackly voice. Says they got a call about male screams outside a patient's window. They think it may have been coming from the roof. For a second, they all stood like mannequins. The first to react was Clarissa, who threw her cigarette to the concrete and sprinted inside. The others fell over each other, trying to get through the lethargic sliding doors. In a fraction of a second, Nyx was on the roof. It was empty. No! Nick shot to the ground below where Sarah had been standing, but there were no bodies. Nyx thought herself back to the door to the stairwell, then followed it down. She found Sarah sprawled on the landing two floors from the top. She was conscious but seemed injured. Brian opened the door on the first floor and looked up. He must have heard Sarah's whimpering because he took the stairs at a run. Don't hurt her, Brian shouted as he ran. When he reached her, he looked around wildly, as if searching for the attacker, then crouched next to Sarah. You are here, Brian said. Your friend said you might be in danger. Are you hurt? Sarah rolled to sit up. Fine, I just fell down the stairs. Stupid flip-flops. She kicked off her remaining sandal and it descended into darkness. What happened up there? Brian asked. Sarah cocked her head. It was you. Me what? You sound just like the guy on the phone. I don't know what... The bottom door to the stairs clanged open and Jordan raced up, then collapsed as soon as he spotted Sarah and Brian. Oh good, you found her. Brian helped Sarah out of the stairwell and found her a chair. Jordan practically crawled after them. The elevator dinged. There they are. A collection of nurses and security officers got out and converged on Sarah and Brian. Fourth floor, someone said into a radio. What's going on? Who is this girl? Everything's under control, Brian said. Give her some space. Another ding sounded and the next elevator load of people poured into the hall. Tiago, a few patients, and several doctors. Obviously, the entire hospital staff had come to lend a hand. Where had they all been a few minutes ago when Sarah was inches from death? Tiago helped Jordan to his feet. Is she okay? Jordan wiped sweaty hair from his eyes. Apparently. Sarah leaned against a wall as if the exhaustion had come upon her all at once. One of the security guards' cowboy waddled to the center of the crowd. Could someone explain what this is all about? Who was screaming? There was a guy, Sarah began. He was... She glared at Brian as if he had interrupted her. Maybe you should ask him. I need some help, ye A dozen set of eyes flashed toward the last elevator from which Leo emerged. "'dragging the body of a large, dark-haired girl. "'Is that Nix? Tiago called in a slightly hysterical voice. "'What happened?' "'Leo's eyes filled with tears. "'I think she's dead.'